0: Hi and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, happy you stopped by. We're going to do something a little different on today's show. Recently, I heard a song by the Gettys, Keith and Kristen. Keith has been on Mid-South Viewpoint in the past discussing their love for the hymns and discovering a path of worshiping God through the lyrics of songs written centuries ago. The modern hymn, In Christ Alone, that's sung all over the world by millions, was co-written by Keith Getty and his friend Stuart Townsend. Be Thou My Vision was the particular song sung by the Gettys that really encouraged my heart. In turn, it caused me to do a little research as to the backstory behind the song. I was also motivated to find the history behind two more songs, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross and Come Thou Almighty King. After learning something about each of these classic hymns, I thought, why not create a radio show and share it with you? I also decided to share my excitement with my longtime friend, voiceover artist Larry Nobles. Larry narrates the backstory to each of the songs that you'll hear today. You'll enjoy his relaxed, refreshing, and real voice sound.
1: Be Thou My Vision The history of Be Thou My Vision is somewhat mysterious with ambiguous entries like Irish Melody and Anonymous appear where the name of the composer and lyricist typically belong. The story behind Be Thou My Vision begins with St. Patrick. When he was just sixteen years old, pirates kidnapped Patrick and sold him into slavery in Ireland. This caused him to enter adulthood knowing the Gaelic language and Irish customs. He also became a Christian during this time. Years later, he managed to escape and return home to his family in England. While most would have stayed home forever, Patrick chose to go back to Ireland and become a missionary. What does all this have to do with Be Thou My Vision? On Easter Sunday in 433, the local Irish king issued a decree and observation of a pagan Druid festival that prohibited anyone from lighting a flame or candle. Patrick, refusing to honor anyone but Christ, stood against the king. That morning, Patrick risked his life by climbing to the tallest hill in the area and lighting a huge fire. As the ancient Irish people woke up, they could see Patrick's defiance of the king. He couldn't hide his light. Patrick wanted to show the world that God's light shines in darkness and that only God deserves praise. Years later, an unknown composer wrote a melody in honor of Patrick's heroism called Slain. The now-forgotten composer named it after the hill where Patrick shined his light, Slain Hill. People still recognize the tune today. While the story behind the melody is legendary, the history behind the lyrics is much more obscure Tradition tells us that an Irish poet from the 6th century named St. Dolan Forgale wrote a Gaelic poem entitled Ruptu Mobailey in honor of St. Patrick. Borrowing from another medieval poem, St. Patrick's Breastplate, Forgail's lyrics referred to God as his battle shield and high tower, phrases that still exist in the modern version today. Sadly, the oldest existing copy of Forgale's poem comes from the 14th century, which included no indication of its author. Because no other historical evidence connects Forgale to the poem, it's impossible to verify the actual origin of the lyrics to Be Thy My Vision. As a result, most hymnals attribute the song to anonymous. As the years passed, Slane and Raptumo Mobeli fell into obscurity. Their authors, once known, faded away into the fogs of time. But in 1905, nearly 1,500 years after Saint Patrick lit a flame on Slane Hill, the forgotten hymn reemerged from the mists of time. Mary Byrne, a 25-year-old university student, discovered the 14th-century copy of *Raptu Mobile* and translated it into English for the very first time. In that moment, the now hallowed lyrics, "Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart," sprang from the forgotten pages of time and into the modern world. Later, in 1912, an Irish woman named Eleanor Hull set the words to music. The melody she set it to was none other than Slain, the medieval tune written in honor of St. Patrick. The hymn became famous overnight and appeared in its first hymnal in 1919. In 2019... The world celebrated the 100th anniversary of the modern version of Be Thou My Vision. The story behind Be Thou My Vision is the story of the gospel. In God's timing, He took what the world ignored and made it something beautiful. As far as a man was concerned, music like Raptu Mobeli and Slain were dead. Nothing more than irrelevant fragments from antiquity. But God took what was dead and made it alive again. He took what was Ancient and made it new. Be Thou My Vision is the song of new life. It's the song of the new life of St. Patrick, who shined his light for Christ. It's the song of the new life in Ireland, where dead paganism gave way to centuries of vibrant faith. It's the song of new life in the singer's heart, where God shines his forgiveness in a sinful soul. And it's a song of new life for the hymn itself, which millions now enjoy again after centuries of obscurity. Be thou
2: my vision.
1: When I survey the wondrous cross, Isaac Watts. When I survey the wondrous cross, On which the Prince of Glory died, My richest gain I count but loss, And pour contempt on all my pride. One of the greatest hymn writers of all time, Isaac Watts, composed this beautiful hymn. He was born in England in 1674, Died in 1748. He was the first son of a family of the dissenting tradition. Though his training in Greek and Latin and Hebrew would have allowed him the opportunity to become an Anglican priest, he chose to pastor a dissenting congregation. English dissenters opposed state interference in religious matters and founded their own churches, educational establishments, and communities. At the time of Watt's birth, churches in England sang only metrical psalms, having poetic meter. But by the time of his death— He had planted the seeds of a much more complex hymnody. His 600 hymns, found in seven collections, made the transition from a rigid metrical psalmody to a freer, theologically-based hymnody. Watts' hymns include complex theology. He insisted that songs in the church should be fully evangelical and not just supplements to the psalms, that hymns should be freely composed and not just hold to the letter of Scripture, And that hymns should give straightforward expressions to the thoughts and feelings of the singers, and not merely recall events of the distant past. Another example of the impact of his theology upon hymns is that he edited texts based on the Old Testament to reflect the presence of Christ, causing his hymnody to view God the Father from the perspective of God the Son. The original fourth stanza of this hymn is usually omitted, though it inspires quite powerful images. His dying crimson, like a robe, spreads o'er his body on the tree. Then I am dead to all the globe, and all the globe is dead to me. When I survey the wondrous cross is one of Watts' finest.
2: When I survey the wondrous cross on which the prince. All whose glory died My riches gained Sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head, his hands, his feet.
1: Come thou Almighty King He who testifies to these things says surely I am coming soon Amen Come Lord Jesus Revelation 22:20 20. The authorship of this hymn is unknown as it was originally published without a title page in the 1757 edition of George Whitefield's Collection of Hymns for Social Worship Despite its mysterious origin it quickly became immensely popular and has remained one of the most published and most sung Christian hymns of all time. This hymn is notable for its highly unusual meter. The meter of a song or a poem is the pattern of symbols contained in each line, and in many hymnals is written as a series of numbers in one of the corners of the page. This hymn's meter, 664 6664, means there are two lines of six symbols and one of four, followed by three lines of six symbols and one of four. In fact, this particular meter is so rare that many historians believe this hymn was composed as a parody of another wildly popular song, which shares its meter and was written around the same time, God Saved the King. Initially, the hymn was sung to the same melody, which in America is more commonly known as the tune to My Country Tis of Thee. There's a story told that during the American Revolution, British soldiers interrupted a gathering of worshippers on Long Island and demanded that they sing God Save the King. The parishioners responded by singing Come Thou Almighty King instead. It was an act of peaceful resistance, but the soldiers left without exacting punishment on the colonists. Since 1769, this text has been paired almost exclusively with the melody composed for it in that year by Felice de Giardini, an Italian composer living in London. While few attempts to modernize this hymn have gained traction, this new setting, which includes a chorus composed by Zach Hicks, is very nice. Here are the lyrics. Come, thou almighty King, help us thy name to sing, help us to praise. Father, all-glorious or all victorious, come and reign over us, ancient of days. Come, thou incarnate word, gird on thy mighty sword our prayers attend. Come, and thy people bless, and give thy word success. Spirit of holiness on us descend. Come, holy comforter, thy sacred witness bear in this glad hour. Thou who almighty art, now rule in every heart and ne'er from us depart, Spirit of Power. Chorus. Father, now call us out of our wandering. Jesus, now come and cast out our fear. Spirit, now preach the Son to our deafness, and open our hearts, open our hearts. To Thee, Great One in Three, eternal praises be. Hence, evermore, Thy Sovereign Majesty, may we in glory see, and to eternity Love and Adore In the first stanza, we sing to God the Father, who is the Almighty King of creation. He is the Ancient of Days. See Daniel chapter 7, verse 9. Who, before the foundation of the world, planned the story of salvation by which Christ would deliver His people from our sins, bringing us into His family, so that He might be praised for His glorious grace. See Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 through 6. To the Father belongs the final victory, and it is only through His revelation of Himself to us that we're able to know and worship Him. The hymn next addresses the Word Became Flesh, John 1, 14, Jesus Christ the Son. It is He who will return in the last days, armed with a mighty sword, with which He'll put an end once and for all to all rebellion against the reign of His Father. See Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 through 16. But until that day comes, Christ rules in the hearts of believers through His Spirit of power, the Holy Comforter, see John chapter 14, verse 26, which He has sent to us as a guarantee of our inheritance as we wait, see Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 through 14. The final stanza reminds us that the triune God will be worshipped for all eternity, All that God does is done to the praise of His glory, and as we see more and more of His majesty, our love and adoration for Him increases.
2: Come, Thou Almighty King, help us Thy name to sing. Help us to praise, Father all-glorious or all-victorious, come in. Success Spirit Secret.
0: you've enjoyed our reflection of three great songs of praise be thou my vision when i survey the wondrous cross and come thou almighty king Psalm 26, 1-4 through 4 says, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Tell of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Deep disparity and discouragement are a weight that can be lifted through praise directed towards God. Why not sing to the Lord, bless His name, and declare His glory? For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. Special thanks to voiceover artist Larry Nobles and to Keith and Kristen Getty for the song arrangements on today's show. By the way, there are many other great songs of our faith that you should explore their history and be inspired by their lyrics. Thanks for listening. I'm Byron Tyler.